Welcome back to the AMCAT Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Giard, and we are now entering episode six here in the AMCAT Center on the campus of Anna Maria College. Today, I'll be joined by two of the department's assistant athletic directors and an Anna Maria Athletic Hall of Famer, Paul Phillips and Mike Burles. These two guys go way back in the college's history as they made a name for themselves by making it to the Sweet 16 in men's basketball. Uh, welcome, Mike and Paul. Thank you for coming in today. Thank You're you, welcome. Travis. Thanks for having us. Um, so, first of all, I kind of want to get into uh, uh, why did you guys start coaching in the first place? Well, I guess I'll grab the reins on this one. Uh, year, I, was in a, I went to Assumption College. I graduated in... Uh, 1976 both Mike and I we were very close at, at uh, Assumption and I was uh, when I got out of college I took a teaching position at St. John's High School in Shrewsbury and I had played basketball at Assumption and it was an, an natural for me to get into coaching I coached the freshman then the JV was assistant on the varsity I always wanted to be my my own head coach I I uh, was fortunate to go back to Assumption College as an assistant. And then one day when I was down at Cape Cod, I read an, a tiny little article in the sports page saying coaching position open at Anna Maria, and I applied for it. I beat out uh, th two other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There were three applicants for the job. I think today, uh, as we are even doing coaching searches here, the number of applicants that come in for coaching positions and back in the day, there was I beat out two other people. At the time, the gym was just built. The floor was not even put in, the hardwood floor, when I came up to visit. Uh, and uh, we, uh, one of the first things I did after a couple of years was talk Mr. Burles here into coming on with me. I had him involved from the beginning. He didn't want to make a the commitment to coaching, so I had him be the uh, do the scorebook. And then I convinced him that he would have plenty of time to come on and we had uh, a lot of help from Steve Waskovich, the athletic director at the time um, because we were, I was part-time, it was not a full-time position, I was uh, working at St. John's High School in Shrewsbury and it, it made for some very interesting practice times. We literally practiced at 5 a.m. in the morning. I would leave my house at 3.30, come up to Anna Maria, get everything ready and uh, it was a half an hour to come up here, run a practice from 5 to 7, get back in my car, fly back, shower quickly, and be in class in time. They must have loved that. Oh, the kids, it was, <laughs> I think it was two or three days a week, wasn't oh. it? Yes, it was, but um, I didn't make those practices because I had a real job. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> also a real job. And um, when Paul got the job here, he, he talked to me about coming up to help out because we both had gone to Assumption. And I was involved with raising uh, um, fundraising for Assumption Athletics. So we started the AMCAT Club back in 1986, I think, when you first got here. Right. And so I served as the president for a couple of years and, uh, with Steve and uh, did the scorebook. And back in the day, it was long before um, computers and everything, spent many uh, hours on the phone calling the Worcester Telegram with <laughs> results of the game, giving them a breakdown of the game. Uh, and then Paul came to me and said, geez, you know, you've been a basketball official all these years. You've been around the game. Uh, you know the game. Well, he thought I knew the game. Um, 
So he says, why don't you come on? He says, we can offer you this big contract of $1,000. Yes. I'm yes. like, oh, geez, <laughs> let me jump at that. So um, as they say, the rest is history. Um, you know, it it's, was a great experience here at Anna Maria. Um, one of my favorite stories is, is when we were recruiting, at the time there was only 500 students here, and yep. 400 of them were women. So we're right, recruiting yep. for the men's team. So it's like, okay, it's 100, I mean, 400 women here, so it's a good school to come to. Uh, you got a good guy as a coach. Um, and as I said, we, we had some success here. And uh, thankfully, we had an athletic director, Steve Waskovich, who was very supportive of pretty much anything that we did. I mean, yeah, when he started, he was coaching pretty much every single team. Right. right. And I think that one of the <coughs> articles I saw that you had posted when he got the job as the athletic director, I think the athletic equipment they had was a croquet set and a badminton set or something. And the nun who brought him down there said, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they need so much equipment. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So obviously things have changed since then. You were yes. on the croquet team, right? Yes, you? I was. I the badminton team. Yeah. Bad <laughs> <laughs> I love badminton. Though. Badminton's good. Uh, that's funny. So I guess uh, tell us about some of the experiences you did have while you were coaching. Well, the first year... We had 17 kids come out for the team, and we kept all 17. That's not a bad number for no. And basketball. we, uh, there were a couple of seniors that hadn't played for two or three years in the team. They said they did not, you know, feel comfortable with the coaching at the time. Uh, we kept them, but here's the part, Trav, that I remember the most is back in the day, you would send kids home for the semester break, and you literally could not coach here. We sent him home for two full weeks. And then when we brought these guys back the first night, I blew the whistle, I sat everyone down, and I said, look, I really need for you to be real honest with me. During this two weeks off, who here picked up a basketball? And only two kids raised their hands. And I, I, I just shook my head to myself. I mean, I didn't literally shake my head, but I turned to him and I said, wow, we've got our work cut out for us because the basketball guys are going to find a way to get into the gym. Uh, it took us a couple of years to get going. I remember one player um, to this day in our first year, we had lost like three or four in a row. And he said, well, it's the Anna Maria way. And he was a senior. And I, again, I knew that was something that we had to change. Yeah. Instead of the, we're going to lose attitude is we don't, we're not going to lose. And, so we were, we were really, again, this is all great. And, you know, I received a lot of accolades, but it was, <laughs> I was just the guy uh, driving the bus. And um, if you don't have the players and if you don't have, the biggest thing is the support. Steve Waskovich, uh, the, the nuns would come to games. They'd, they bring, were, their, they'd bring their rosary beads. They would bring their <laughs> rosary beads. Yeah, they were fantastic to us. Uh, we were obviously much younger. We had a lot of energy. Uh, <laughs> And it was, it was a lot of work, but we set out on a plan, and it, it has changed now. The, 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 the scenery has changed in coaching, but we really pounded the bushes of Central Mass. Right. And we said, there's enough in this area. If we can get the key kids, and it started to fall together, and all of a sudden we had a winning season. You know, we were at the 500, then we won a couple games over 500, and then all of a sudden we were winning league championships, and year after year we started to be the best team in the league. And then the, the final year that, that I was here in 1996, we went to the Sweet 16 in the country, which was the biggest shocker was, was the game that we played. The first round, we hosted 
we hosted a game here and it was against Babson and our first game of the year that year was against Babson um, in the Babson uh, tip-off tournament. They're a good program. Very good program. Yeah. And in fact, Serge DeBerry, the former athletic director here, was the head coach. Oh. Right? <laughs> and we knew Serge. I had played for Serge. Anyway, uh, we were down like 20 points and less than a minute to go and a, a loose ball was right in front of the bench. And one of our kids, we're down 20, dove and took out like three chairs. And I turned to Coach Burles and I said, we're going we're gonna to have a great season. I said, this is unbelievable. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't dove, and I used to dive everywhere, right? <laughs> I said, I, this is unbelievable. So as fate would have it, who do you play in your first round of the NCAA and you host them is Babson. The gym was absolutely packed. I mean, that's, Yeah, there's not much room in there. No, but <laughs> it was... We were like the, the Hoosiers of... Oh, my God. It was, it was incredible, the student turnout, the, the local Worcester people turnout. And we put up 60 first half points, 60. We had a, a kid make a half court shot to end the first half. Our guys sprinted off the floor and they, they were really good. They had a senior group of five or six kids and they were in shock. We're up 20 at half. We, wow. lived, we loved the three point shot. Oh my loved God. The three point. We had guys that could make it. So, so and then the, that year, then the second game was Salem State, the number one team in New England. And it was during it was the Saturday of the start of the, the spring break. And I'll never forget we had a huge snowstorm. And yet the buses still drove, the students came. We had more Anna Maria students and Salem State st students. The baseball team was heading in vans on their Florida trip. They stopped, they purposely the coach made sure that the part of the trip was stopping to watch us play. That's awesome up at Salem State. And we were down, I forget what, with how much, not a lot of time left. And we called the timeout, and they were they were really loaded. And as our kids were walking into the huddle, one of their kids cut through our huddle and yelled out, it's all over, baby. Oh. And <laughs> I didn't have to say a thing. Our captain was Tim O'Brien, and he went off. I can't repeat. He's, he's on a lot of, of the records. Right, yes. When I went through those. Right, yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, very active still at the school with the alumni. And he just, I can't repeat his speech, but <laughs> he uh, did it an unbelievable job. Yeah. And then when he finished, everyone looked at me and I went, yeah, what he said, let's go. <laughs> right, so we got out there and uh, we, when we won, the place went, uh, the kids just converged on the floor. It was incredible. It was incredible. That was a great feeling. It was fun, and hopefully the school will have that feeling again. Right? It's not, not far you know, The thing is, too, like when we started coaching here, it was all before the whole AAU thing, and like it really went from you kind of worked from October to March, and then you had summer leagues. But now, like it's year round, and right? Yeah, the whole scenery has changed with that. As yeah, because well. like the first program, I remember Steve saying that. He had a meeting and was like, how many of you have actually played basketball before? Right. Only two yeah. people out mm -hmm. of the 17 or however many were there raised their hand. Right. So it was definitely not the most popular sport at the time. Right. Right. And back in the day, we, would, um, we had vans, and the coaches would have to drive the vans. So 
It's always made for an interesting ride. No one wanted to ride with Coach Phillips. Yeah, it's funny. I would, I would, <laughs> this the man kids was always would wait. empty. The kids would wait to see which VN I was driving before they get it. So, Coach Perlis, we got 17 <laughs> people in your van. No, would ride. But I mean, even back, I mean, think about it now. Our, our fundraising, like everyone has, Division Three. you have to fundraise. I don't care what school you're in. You right. really do. Unless you have a, a sugar daddy, you still have to fundraise. And we decided to come up because of the area, Paxton, with the big houses and lawns here. I came up with a brilliant idea of leave the leaves to us. Oh. So we would we put together teams. Uh, I had Coach Burles, Steve Waskovich, and who was it? Four teams anyway. Well, of players, we had the rakes. Maintenance gave us rakes, work gloves, and we went out and raked leaves early morning to late afternoon bagging whatever they wanted us to do and they would pay us what pay us what you think we're worth we didn't like charge by like a certain amount people were great we ended up raising quite a bit of money yeah. and it was kind of like a day like today oh, rainy. we went rainy, out in rainy cold foggy, uh, foggy. <laughs> and you know how, how nutty <laughs> I, I see the how campus, crazy yeah. i was back in the day we yeah. had a day where we went out early morning we ate our, we had a lunch we got our bag lunches from the calf ate on the site i gave the kids like 10 minutes my group to eat i was out there doing it with them raking and bagging and then we came back after and everyone's wet soaking wet and sore and i said okay get changed up for practice oh god so i wasn't well i wasn't <laughs> we had three kids with pneumonia <laughs> so i mean you could do those things back then. I would never do that now. Yeah. But another, another reason I came on the coaching staff, just so we could do Leave the Leaves to Us, because that was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was a great fundraiser. It was different. It was team bonding. And, yeah. and again, it, you might think this is, we were physically doing this with them. It's not like I, you know, had directed and sat there in a chair. We got out there and got our hands dirty with them. Yeah, it's definitely something I've never seen. So it's <laughs> that's probably, actually very probably interesting. Probably never will either. No, <laughs> no, that's. Yeah, but it's you, a great. I mean, think about the leaves. People hate raking leaves. That's, I I trying to invest in a leaf blower yeah, so I don't you have live. to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. A lot of leaves. Yeah. Well, looking back, we did make the mistake of letting people pay what they wanted to pay. So it was. Like, well, most people were really. Were good. good, but some people were like. Okay, now that you've done that, you want to go move that uh, pile of wood over there for me? And uh, they know. did, they did. Yeah. So, but anyway, but, I mean, for again, I know that before we came on, we were talking about what it means for us to be back here, and from 1996 to to last year is quite a gap. And my travels took me to I left Anna Maria only because I had a chance to coach full time, right, yeah. at Clark, and I remember Anna Maria trying their hardest different ways Steve Waskovich to entice me to stay I mean I did have a very good job at St. John's uh, as a teacher slash guidance counselor and up here I loved it but it was an opportunity to do it full time right uh, first thing I did was talk coach Burles into coming with me uh, Steve <laughs> Waskovich had, yeah. <laughs> had a long sit down talk with coach Burles and in fact offered him the head coaching job here and being his best friend I talked him out of it <laughs> I said listen I need your help at Clark they were coming off a three win season uh, where they had had quite a history of, of, of excellence and they had gone through a drought of four to five to six years and I said to him it, it's going to take more than me to, to rebuild this I need you because he's does, an excellent if, recruiter if our friendship means anything 
you will come with me. So I made a mistake. I'll so. admit it. I'm saying it right here on the air today. I made a mistake. I should have just stayed here. But uh, one of the biggest differences for me working full-time, it was a part-time job for Coach Burroughs, was, and again, I'm not knocking Clark or any other school, but Clark was run like a business. Anna Maria is run like family. Right. And any time that we have an opportunity to uh, meet with any of the kids that are being shown around campus by the athletes, the recruits, that's the first thing I say to the parents. Like, this is a very special place. It's small, but that smallness is really important, and they will really care about your son or daughter here. And for her or him to screw up, they've really got to try. Yeah. they got to <laughs> right. work at it yeah. because they will do everything, and they stay on you. And we know that firsthand because we are involved with one of the things uh, that we have got involved with is Dennis Finesse and the academic counseling. I started doing it last year with him, with athletes, and Coach Burles and I are both involved. It's not an easy job. It can, get be, it can be really frustrating because you reach out to the athletes, they don't get back to you. Right. They're yep. supposed to meet you, they don't show up. And then you say, hey, is there's a parable here. I mean, they're not doing well because they don't follow through. Right. And uh, again, they're kids, they make mistakes. And the first thing that we try to do is just say to them, look, we're on your side. We're to help you, but we're going to push you hard and make right. you respond. Because there's, there's enough uh, resources here that, but you have to take advantage of those resources. Correct. We, we yeah. can tell you everything, but you've got to go to the success center. You've got to go for extra help. You've got to do all those things. And and it is, uh, like Coach said, he did it last year, and I did it this year, and I got very frustrated at times because guys just, there was no response. And, right, yeah. And, you know, again, it's, you can uh, lead a horse to water. Oh, God. But you can't make a drink. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love those. <laughs> Coach cliche. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that, that for us was, it was nice was we met with the president. Uh, we got to know President Rattel very well. Uh, actually, it was through ath uh, athletics, through basketball. Uh, her, the man that she dates, Frank DeSantis, is a basketball official and a very good friend of ours. And we were introduced to her. And, and uh, when we were hired, obviously, we had to sit with her. And she wanted us to bring sort of a, a veteran presence to the athletic department because, of, yourself included, there's a lot of young coaches yep. and, and people here in the athletics. And when we got out of that meeting, we looked at each other and we said, can you believe mm. that someone wants us to kind of counsel people? I said, no Travis, your counselor sitting right here. <laughs> yeah. No one has ever asked us to, to act mature. And kind of, but again, I think one of the things last year that we did is, and just having like a little get together up in our office at Christmas time uh, was letting the coaches know that, that you can make sure that, that we, uh, we look at things uh, optimistically yeah. and, and to well, have a good time a, and a few a, laughs. When our office is named The Den, yeah. it tells you something right there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's a spot where yeah. we want people to feel comfortable coming to it, the yeah. students and uh, the coaches. Right. And like a lot of the students do stop up, like uh, guys from the baseball team are up there, guys from the football team have come in just to shoot the breeze, yeah. you know, basketball. just to talk about things and yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been... Uh, it's been great because uh, it gives them a chance to come someplace and just talk with these two old guys that are in there and <laughs> talk about uh, well, our stories. Our jobs, like everyone else, our hands have been somewhat handcuffed because of the coronavirus. And uh, my job is, is, is uh, more community outreach. And we started getting 
I thought off to a great start last year. I got Coach Burles involved with helping out with the reading program at the Paxson Center School. I made a contact with the uh, the principal, who actually is a former basketball player, Bridgewater State. Mm-hmm. We knew a lot of the same people. Uh, he was open to it. We were bringing athletes over there to read to the kids. Uh, the kids were hysterical. It was it was a, it's a great feeling. The kids were wearing their athletic gear, uh, which promotes Santa Maria. Uh, we had a um, a day which uh, uh, took took some work, but but a lot of it was done by Lindsay and and uh, Brooke organizing and having um, the uh, Special Olympics, Olympics, a, a one-day yep. basketball yep. tournament, and our athletes were tremendous. I, I was I, when they were first explaining how they wanted this day to go, where the athletes would come up and cheer for the teams. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure if the kids are going to follow through with this. And they did. They were great. Uh, the turnout was fantastic. Not only did they referee, they were in the stands. They, they mingled with the kids after the game. And they made these kids feel special. Uh, we, st- we, were starting a cha- we were starting a chapter of Big Brother, Big Sister. Uh, uh, that got, you know, our hands got tied. We were just about to kick it off last spring. Right, yeah. Because they have to go through a lot of the, uh, you know, background checks before they can assign anybody. And they do it a lot different from when I was a big brother. They had to find a, an area where the actual kids could be brought for our athletes to meet with. And we had set that up in the, the Paxton Senior Center. I'm pretty sure it was a room that we decided on. Anyway, that got... So this year... Uh, and again, I will give it, it was Joe Brady that came up with the idea of uh, athletes cleanup. And uh, I know you've been involved with it to take pictures of our, our kids. Uh, one day a week, we get a couple teams together on Thursdays, and they uh, are on campus doing light physical plant uh, raking and weeding and things like that. And I was shocked, too. The kids have been great. They've been, it's been great. I mean, we, there's, there's not been a single team that hasn't participated. Uh, and and uh, again, anyone that's had low numbers is because the, there were not many kids on that particular team, right? You know? But um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. All right. Um, so what's stuff that you've been? Wor- what about you, Mike? What have you been working oh, on in wow, your yes. business <laughs> side of things? <laughs> Well, obviously, Coach Phillips is taking a lot of my time because I got to help him with his stuff. So, um, when I was brought on, uh, Joe wanted me to come up and help do some athletic fundraising. So, last year we uh, really worked on trying to set up a a golf tournament, but um, unfortunately, uh, with the whole COVID thing, we had to uh, postpone that till next year. Uh, we've been working on the AMCAT Club. Uh, trying to get membership up for that. We had our uh, week of giving in the spring, and part of that was reaching out to former uh, student-athletes and also working with the uh, advancement office and trying to get our alumni participation up as well. Um, so now for this year, we're, we're, we're hoping that in October we'll be able to have our first annual um, AMCAT Alumni and Friends Golf Classic on October 18th, that Monday before um, homecoming. And um, also we will be, there is a capital campaign which will be starting probably uh, fall of next year. And there's a lot of things being discussed as to what we're going to do. But one important item is a new academic building and a baseball field 
and uh, renovations to the AMCAT Center and the Fuller Activity Center. But, you know, a lot hinges on, there's a lot of groundwork being done now for right. contributions and uh, people to support it. So it depends on how well that goes as to how much we can do. Right. I mean, that definitely would help benefit all the students on yes. campus. Yep. Um, the athletes and non-athletes because uh, we definitely need another surface to play on yep. that would definitely help benefit the athletes so they're not practicing from 9 to 11 at night because right. we right. have one surface right. um, but also give uh, non-athletes um, something to do be able to go see um, more games here and have baseball on campus which would be awesome so I, I know that once we really get into the uh, crux of this, I will be able to count on Coach Phillips to be helping me out with the fundraising part because of all his connections of many years in basketball in Worcester. So I look forward to your assistance, Paul. I don't like you, so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to help. I, well, I, talking about participation and we even driving up here, one of the things I, I think that happens to the athletes – uh, slash um, grads and alum is they feel I can't afford it I can't give any it's more about participation than the amount you give uh, that's what they're looking for I don't I don't care if it's five dollars is if you can if five dollars to me is the same as someone giving two hundred dollars it's the participation obviously there's a, there's a big difference in money amount there but but again it's just about caring and, and giving back and you, you give what you can give that's fine. It's like the United Way. They push it on ca campus every year, every college that I've ever worked at, right, or any business you're in. They, they try to get 100% participation in the United Way, and it's a good cause. You give what you can afford. Well, the participation thing, too, is uh, from alumni is uh, very important because if you're trying to get grants from someone, uh, the first thing they will ask you is, what is your alumni participation? Right. So right. if they um, don't feel your alumni supporting the school, then why should we give you a grant for something? So that's why you say like $5. We don't care if it's $5. We just need to have more alums participating, more faculty participating, more staff participating, because all that adds up when yeah. it comes time to when you're trying to get grant money. Any goal that is set by some fun, you know, some f fundraising, uh, if if we don't reach it, Coach Burles will dig into his pocket because he has a lot of money in, in coffee cans in his backyard, and he will make up the difference. Exactly. My $5. <laughs> oh, I just love how you say you drive up here like you have to drive so far away. Yeah. <laughs> well, he lives in Shrewsbury, so he's far away. Oh, I live in Holden. so It's oh. about 25 minutes. It, it's a nice ride because I come the back way th through Reservoir Road. I love it. Oh, okay. You yeah. know? It is different, like, when I leave Shrewsbury versus, but I was aware of that from coaching years ago. It could be raining in Shrewsbury, and we've got three inches of snow up here. Yeah, yeah it's about, higher elevation. I think it's Always. over 1,000 feet higher you than know? And, like, like the right Worcester now, it's right. not Even going from Holden to here, yeah. sometimes it's different. Yeah. It's not fogged you know. in at home, but if it's fogged in the air. It's and, always you know, foggy here. I get, like, <laughs> this capital campaign, I mean, when we were here, when we were coaching here, there was a baseball field where St. Anne's Hall is Correct. Yep. now, and and there was a soccer field. There, yeah, that was the that was the yeah that was the right. original and, field. Yeah. And to, to come on campus and see these new buildings over the years, when I coached at Clark, was exciting. To see the football field was really when the the quote stadium 
was fantastic. And Caparso uh, Field, you know, yeah, yeah. Caparso Field, you know. And, and next year is going to be a big year for the college too, because it's our 75th anniversary. Right. right. Oh, okay. So a yeah. lot's going to be tied in with the campaign and the seven, celebrating the 75th, and you know, another committee I'm serving on, the 75th <laughs> committee. Why don't you want any of these committees? I don't know. I don't. I think that you uh, think you talk too much. I just um, I'm an entertainer. I'm yeah. not <laughs> an ambassador of goodwill. All of us are. Right. <laughs> it's also because you teach a class too. Probably. Oh, I, I enjoy. Oh teaching. yeah, she's out straight with that. Travis. No, I <laughs> it, Well, it, it's a lot of preparation if you're going to do it right. It and is. Uh, it is a college level course. So I mean, yeah, yeah it makes but, sense. No, it's sports <laughs> management. I mean, come on. It, I'll be the first. I always tell the kids, like, Travis, imagine walking, I sit to them the first day of class, everybody's got something in common here, and they're all, like, looking at me, and tilt their heads like my dogs do at home, right? <laughs> and I uh, said, everyone starts with an A. And I said, and it just goes downhill if you don't follow, if you don't come to class, if you don't turn in. And they said, what about the three, uh, you're allowed three absences? I said, not in this class. If you miss, you miss. Yeah. I said, what if we have a, a situation? And I said, well, I appreciate you letting me know, but, and that's the other thing, like if you do miss class, I expect an email, or I expect you, if you live on campus, I want you to walk over all the way across campus to the Fuller Activity Center to let me know. You know? I did have one of my people say to me, he goes, my God, I didn't know you were this far on the site, this, you know, so far away on campus. He goes, I'm over here at St. Anne's, and I have to come all the way up here to the Fuller. I wow. said, well, Maybe the shuttle bus will bring you back home. <laughs> All the yeah, way. <laughs> yeah, we're on the north side of the campus. <laughs> All right. Well, that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for coming down. It must have been a lonely day on the podcast if you asked us to, to what, come in. <laughs> what time does the shuttle bus run back up to the full <laughs> All right. Thanks well, for having us. And, thank and you. Yeah. Hopefully you'll invite us back again. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun. All right, and now I'll send it over to Brock for today's sponsor. Hello, AMCAT Nation. This podcast is brought to you by the AMCAT Club. The AMCAT Club is where you can go to help out your favorite sports teams or the athletic department as a whole. You can find the AMCAT Club on GoAMCATs.com under the Support Athletics tab. Now I'm going to send it back to Travis and the AMCAT Podcast. Thanks, Brock. That's all the time we have for today. I appreciate Paul and Mike for taking time out of their busy day to come and sit down with me. I thank you all for tuning in, and I hope everyone has a great weekend. Be sure to tune in next week as we hear from head soccer coach uh, Jake Pasarkic.